Hi, everyone. Welcome to Movies with My Mother. I am Lexi. Hi, I'm Mom, Lori. And today we watched the movie Blade. We certainly did. From 1998. It was a solid 120 minutes. It was long. Uh, it's rated R, obviously. And it was directed by Stephen Norrington. Right. Are you okay over there? No. Can you hear all of this? I'm sorry. (laughs) I decided I wasn't all set up. Okay. (laughs) I said I was, but I really wasn't. All right. Well, that's fine. (laughs) And my toe hurts. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. It got a 15, I'm sorry, a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, I read that. 47 on Metascore. Uh Uh-huh. And 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Which I think is fair. Yeah, that sounds, you know, I mean, as it goes, that sounds like it should be. Yeah. And I did read, um, I was reading a little about in the Rotten Tomatoes section. Uh-huh. And um, how they got the score this time was 107 reviews. Oh, okay. Is all. But the audience, um, the audience rated it 78%. Because more than 250,000 people reviewed it. Oh, okay. So who are you going to believe, 100 or 200,000? Uh, well, I don't know. Does it have the Rotten Tomato seal on it? I well, g- it know. was on the Rotten Tomato site. I don't know. So I'm going to say, yeah. Okay. Maybe. It had a pretty big budget, about $45 million dollars. Oh, I didn't see that big. And a worldwide gross of $131.2 million. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I did have $45 million. Yeah, this movie made money. Made all kinds of money. And it spawned two sequels, mm-hmm. a TV show, mm-hmm. and a remake that has been in the works for like five or six years now. Is uh, S- Stephen Norrington in on the deal? I'm not, I'm not that I'm aware of. Oh, because um, I was going to say it's going to go on forever now. <laughs> 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 no, um, Mahershala Ali is uh, the actor playing Blade this time around, which I think is great because he is he is a fabulous actor. He's a good-looking man. Well, uh, you know, I, I I still think Wesley Snipes is pretty pretty pretty. Well, sorry. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is a piece of human garbage. I, I understand <laughs> that. <laughs> I wouldn't get within 10 feet of him. No. But he is very pretty to look at. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's coming from your mother, I guess. You younger people like younger things. Well, I don't know. He's a 60-year-old man, but <laughs> would you know by looking at him? No. Well, no, in that movie, no. He He was... A 40-year-old man. Yeah, yeah, and he was late coming to martial arts. He didn't start out like that little five-year-old girl did. He uh, he came to it late, but he studied. It's obvious he studied hard. Yeah, big fan of martial arts culture and whatnot. I would say yes. Um, the plot is that a human-vampire hybrid is on a mission to get rid of the vampire population and in this movie to stop a megalomaniac vampire from unleashing literal hell. Yeah. He almost did, didn't he? Yeah. He was almost there. He was going to. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the cast is Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. Stephen Dorff, Chris Christopherson. Now, I didn't look up how to say this woman's name correctly, so I hope to God it's somewhere near correct Nabouche Wright. I, I believe that that would be right. She the, was the actress that played Karen. The N apostrophe would be the N. Yeah. I'm not sure. So Whichever. It's kind of a cool name. Yeah. And my dumb American brain can't say things. <laughs> so I'm very <laughs> sorry. Uh, Donald Logue, Udo Kier, and Tracy Lords had right. a brief role. Yep. I'd almost call that a cameo. I mean, honestly, yeah. You know, she was in one scene. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. A pretty power-packed um, cast. Yeah, and it moved pretty fast, wouldn't you say? It it did, but right in the middle it started to drag It a dragged little. a little bit. When they got to the, when they got to Pearl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That did start to... You know, be a little long in the tooth. Yeah. But, you know, what do we know? You know, they needed all that firepower, I guess. Right. Now, this movie is interesting. And why I guess it was on my list to be picked because of the marvel of it all. Yes. Yes. This is technically the first marvel superhero movie yes produced this movie walked so every other movie in the mcu could run yes and make billions of dollars right right and and considering the time that it was made and the money it made you know tickets weren't 25 dollars a ticket back then no people were seeing movies for two and three dollars right so when you think about it that way Two or three dollars goes into a, a hundred and forty? No, no. Hundred and thirty one. Hundred and thirty one million quite a few times. Quite a few times. So I mean we're talking a lot of people saw this movie. Yeah. And then of course it would have um video and stuff, so surely that would account for some more of that. Absolutely. Crazy, huh? Um it was released by New Line Cinema, whose parent company is Warner Brothers. Yes. And it's it's funny that Warner Brothers put out a Marvel movie because Warner Brothers owns DC Comics. Oh, oh, is that like currently now, or is that back then? I think back then. Oh my goodness! Um, but this, but and DC Comics are uh, your Batman's, your Superman's, but stuff those like that. those were all non-performers. Yeah. Well, this came off the heels of Batman Returns, right? And you know, the money that movie made, you know, was an indicator of how well this was going to do. Right. Um, There was an original cut of this I wrote down because I thought it was so goddamn crazy. Where is it? Um, Where is it? What? what, what Oh, the first cut of the film was 140 minutes long. Oh, holy cow. And tested so poorly with audiences that it caused massive edits and reshoots delaying release for more than a year oh my gosh yeah i did not read that holy cow yeah i read that i thought that was amazing wow and i just you know i can see where it would have gone bad you know absolutely there was a lot of um 
Yeah, there was just a lot of stuff that could have went very bad. Yeah. Yow. And this being a Marvel movie, there was no Stanley cameo. That he was originally slated to do a cameo in the beginning, but his role was cut. Can you imagine cutting <laughs> Stan Lee? <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I guess that is why it makes his appearances in the other Marvel movies so much more important. <laughs> yes. Uh, but there were a lot of um, cameo type things. Um, Norrington did a cameo. Yeah. And there were a whole bunch of other people that did. I didn't write them all down, but, you know, I mean... Does that enhance a movie when people catch a glimpse of somebody who is important but shouldn't be in that movie? Is that maybe maybe it's just oh you know you're gonna see Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, oh. okay, you're gonna see some famous lady. Yeah, well, just like all those Hitchcock movies, you know we've we've talked about Hitchcock movies. He was in every single one of his movies. Absolutely. So you know. But in the end, people were going to see what Alfred Hitchcock was going to do. Right. They weren't watching the movie. So it was kind of a double-edged sword. It brought the people in, but it brought them in for the wrong reason. So do you think that could have ha happened, um, you know, with some of these other movies? I think, I think butts and seats is never a bad thing. Well, I guess you're right. You know, we got your money either way, so it doesn't matter if you liked it. Right. Right. You're right. Holy cats. Yeah. Yeah, it was, this was an interesting movie. Did you like it? Well, I think I did. Okay. <laughs> when I, when I first started looking into this, the first thing, I th it was a big circle with a uh, gruesome in it. <laughs> but. But also with gruesome was um, captivating or something like that. I, oh, okay. You know, you couldn't look away. Yeah. I was looking through my fingers a lot. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. Was it that the action was scary or was it that it was gory scary? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think both. Because I feel like in terms of the vampire violence, it wasn't... An extreme movie. No. Oh, no, not at all. And in terms of, like, the kickboxing violence, I don't think it was an extreme movie. No, neither. But I think that the blood, when it was present, made it Ooh. extreme. Yes, yes. And it, it did look pretty real. Yeah. So it was kind of creepy. <laughs> Th that was absolutely kind of creepy. Um... The comic books take place a lot in New Orleans. Oh, uh-huh. Um, and when when Blade and Whistler and Karen are talking and Blade is holding a map, it's a street map of New Orleans. Oh, really? Yeah. You're, you're just kind of supposed to guess where he is. It doesn't really say. There's And the, you know, the, the city streets are all pretty nondescript. Uh, especially... Is someone who's never been to New Orleans, it it just looked like random. Chicago. We we watched city. the movie last week with Chicago. Yeah, and it was the streets of Chicago. I mean, the same people were on the same street. Right. Okay. Yeah. And the, those buildings were not New Orleans buildings. Right. 
So, you know, is that just Movie Land's version of New Orleans? Mm, okay. That absolutely could be. Just like, you know, the movie versions of Toledo or somewhere in Wisconsin. <laughs> yes. Or in Toronto. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> because we do roll up our streets at 10 o'clock. It's true. So, yeah. <laughs> the Whistler character yes. was created for Blade's cameo in Spider-Man, the animated series. Uh, Marvel CEO liked the character so much that he was entered into into the MCU. Oh. Well, the Marvel Universe. Okay. I did read that it was from the other mo- uh, the other comic. But, you know, I'm not a comic book person. So some of the stuff I read about comic books, it didn't it didn't register with me. Okay. Because I'm not a comic book person. Okay. Well, in comic books, comic books are like horror movies. Is you can have this storyline, mm-hmm. or you can have this storyline, right. or this storyline, and, and it's all different. It it's all the same people in different universes. Okay, right. So, so, and they're all doing superhero stuff. Yeah, and saving everybody instead of horror movie stuff. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. This was tra- some of the trademarks of this movie were fast action driven and tight synchronicity with the camera. Oh, okay. And yeah, you could see that. There were real tight shots of everything, you know, that was doing and the camera was right there. Yeah. I I really appreciated all of that. That's especially with all that um jumping up and down and twisting and twirling. Yeah. That must be have been really hard to accomplish. The choreography, I'm sure, too, was yeah. incredible. Yeah, I mean, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that uh, that's a whole lot of something there. Yeah, I read that Wesley Snipes got involved with the Blade Project because he was in discussions with Marvel to play the Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. Yeah, and you he know who Black Panther is because we we know about Black Panther. Yeah. That's a current now movie. Well, it's yeah. not, but it is. Yeah. But yeah, he wanted to do Black Panther, and I could see him doing that also. Absolutely. Uh, I did not see the the Black Panther movie. I've, of course, heard about it. And everybody loved it, so it's one of the few that I haven't seen all the way through. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, I wouldn't have seen it any way through, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's it. That's crazy that um, things like that happen, you know. Yeah, but it it was well received by most audiences, and it, most of the people thought it was a good movie. Yeah, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, even if it's bad it, and it made money, it would make sequels. So right. I guess that's right. really not an indicator of anything anymore. Well, I don't know. Back in, you know, what was that in 1998? Was that a thing? Did we make everything a sequel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're still making Halloweens at that point. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because by then we would have been in Back to the Future 52, right? Right. <laughs> that Back to the Future is my reference. <laughs> I think uh, Back to the Future Part Three came out in like ninety three. Okay, 
But that was only three of them, right? Yeah, only the three. Okay. Uh, Jet Li was offered the part of Deacon Frost, but opted to do Lethal Weapon 4 instead. Could you imagine Jet Li doing that? Lethal Weapon? Yeah. That's the movie he went to? Uh-huh. Lethal Weapon 4. Oh. Yeah, they were still making Lethal Weapons then. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been fabulous in that. Oh, yeah. Talk about, we wouldn't have had to have some stuntman that did not have a hairy chest. Right. Watching the credits is because we always let the credits roll. We we do we watch that. Well, we look at them. Both of the stunt men for Blade and for Deacon Frost, one guy's name was Clay and the other guy's name was Clayton. Okay, uh, which is exact- first of all, how do you find two Claytons in a million people and put them together? <laughs> exactly. That well, was that's bizarre to me. I know two Claytons. Really? Have yes. they been in the same room together? Probably not. Because, you know, Clay Taylor is Aunt Loretta's son. Okay. And the lady I dog sit for, um, her grandson is Clayton. Crazy. Yeah. So Yeah, those two would never be in a room together. No, huh? Well, one's a little boy and one's a grown man. Right. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so that would be that'd be a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I Weird. That's just uh, not a name you hear anymore. It's starting to come back. Weird. Okay. But all those names are. You know, I'm in a name, or I'm in a, (laughs) I'm in a group on Facebook for terrible baby names. Oh, baby, I'm sorry. (laughs) And it's, um, people, people post, and it's people that are like, oh, I want my baby to have a unique name. And so they spell Olivia with all A's. Oh, my God. and (laughs) And just... You know, oh my God! Any okay. any Lee sound is L E I G H, uh-huh. and it's just ridiculous. Well, at least your name is spelled the way it should be, right? Right. And listen, I preceded you on the horrible baby I names. Know, I know, and you didn't even have a horrible baby name like I did. No, yeah, true. I, and I've grown into my name, but some of these some of these people are like, oh my god, oh I'm gonna name my baby Satan Rose and pronounce it Satin. It's pronounced Satan. <laughs> it, your child will be called Satan, 100 percent of the time. Don't fucking do that to a child. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And one of them, one <laughs> one of the blurbs that came across was a person's name was Mycicle. Oh, no. And someone was like, hey, I don't want to be rude, but how do you pronounce your name? And he's just like, yeah, like bicycle with an M. And it's just like, fucking A, man. Sue your parents. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What what do people think when they name their children? I think they lose their fucking minds. Oh, my God. I don't know, Alexis. I <laughs> <laughs> In the pantheon of terrible baby names, mine is pretty good. Well, even Laurel isn't so bad, I guess. Yeah. You know. Oy. I I you know what? I, I have a lot of stuff about the um directors. What okay. I had. Because yeah. Because I couldn't stop reading okay. about this guy. <laughs> he's a piece of work. He he sounds like a dumbass. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's been in he's been a director for twenty plus years. Okay. He's made four films. Because four. it takes him a metric four. year to fucking do anything. 
And it sounds like he's just difficult to work with. Absolutely. Just a pain in the ass type guy. Yeah. He should have stuck to his sculptures. Then you don't have to deal with anybody. Right. You know, when you're <laughs> when you're carving out a some kind of a sculpture, all you have to do is talk to your stone. Right. So maybe he should have done that, but he was also into special effects makeup. So oh, okay. That's how he got, you know, got in the back door this way. Oh, okay. Um, he worked with some pretty heavy hitters in the um, special effects makeup department, and uh, that that kind of got him to the forefront. Oh, okay. So did he work with, like, Gary Tonicliffe and Rick Baker and, you know, like, I, Stan Winston? Those are all familiar names to me, so I must have read them. Those but are all makeup guys. I did not write it down. I just wrote that he worked with some of the best special effects makeup artists around. Okay. In the 80s and 90s. Okay, well. Uh, Why wouldn't I have put names down? Okay. Well, that would be them then. Okay. <laughs> his first um, his first direction was Death Machine. Okay. Which is another, you know, highfalutin Never seen it. Movie never heard of it. They, uh, but he wasn't really happy with the way the final cut was. Okay. So he tried to redo it a lot. Oh. And it was the Blade movie that gained him the international success. Okay. So. He also did uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, mm. which is one of my favorite movies. It's not a good movie. Uh-huh. It's not by any stretch of the imagination. It's a fun movie. Also, Peter Wilson is in it. Uh, Sean Connery was in it. Yeah. Um, oh, what's his name? Stuart Townsend was in it. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that was some kind of a piece of work movie. I, that yes. <laughs> Sean Connery and, and Stephen Norrington had such um, awful fights that sometimes people were afraid they'd break into fist fights. Yeah. Sean Connery quit acting because of Lisa yes. Extraordinary Gentleman. And Stephen Norrington quit directing because of that <laughs> i mean my good god how, why would anybody argue with sean connery because he, he was james bond for 20 years for christ's sake and he'll pop you in the face he's got no fucking problem doing it i would i would think so <laughs> he's got no problem i yeah I, I just, I don't get it. Yeah. He's just hard to work with. He's confrontational. It sounds like he's just a bad director. Yeah. Manager. How many managers have we worked for like that? I mean, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but that, and that led me to looking into other things like bad things like that. Okay. And the last, um... Nor Stephen Norrington is on the is number six on the list of ten talented directors who just disappeared. He's the sixth. Oh, okay. And he did. He just kind of faded away. All right. And then I looked into other stuff. Um, seven actors whose careers were destroyed by one movie. And I thought, oh my God, how could a, a one movie destroy an actor? Yeah. Easily. It was Easily. Sean Connery and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. 
Yeah. And like I said, for Christ's sake, he was James Bond for 20 years. I mean, who would argue with someone who played James Bond? He was also in Zardoz, which... He was in a, a lot of movies, and some of them weren't yeah. all that good. That movie's real rapey. I know people that love that movie, and I just don't understand it. And how he got signed on to the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is he was approached to play... Um, got, 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 what Did I write that down? Quartermain? Alan Quartermain? Gla- Glandolph. Gandalf. Gandalf in Lord, of, Lord the of the Rings. And he turned it down because he thought it was a stupid script and it, it wouldn't wouldn't do anything. So he signed on to League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Surprise! Oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings made money hand over fist. Yeah. <laughs> and the League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen bombed. Uh, real hard. <laughs> <laughs> but people did like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I mean... I do. But I, it's one of those movies that people didn't go to the movie to see. No. They're, they're like us. They're looking at their TV, you know. Yeah. They're putting it in their TVs. I, I didn't see it in the theater. And it's, you know, yeah. it, that's another comic book movie. Yes, yes. And another topic I looked at was the four biggest flops. Oh, okay. Of the two, uh, as composed up to 2022. Okay. All Disney movies. Really? <laughs> yes. And totally, for the four movies, they lost $140 million. Wow. Did you write <laughs> down what movies they were? It it was... Um, was it new Disney or was it old Disney? I think it was a little bit of both. Um, something, Seeing Red was one of them. Okay. Uh, oh, I okay. I think that was about a little, like a red panda or... Oh, yes, yes. A little girl turns into a red panda. Yeah, it's a period metaphor. Yes. Okay. You know, and I don't know. That's newer. Jungle Cruise. I don't know what that is. I thought maybe was that something from the old Jungle Book movies, you know, something from back then. But I thought, oh, my God. So that sent me off onto a tangent of looking up stuff. (laughs) You know, <laughs> it's like looking in the dictionary. Oh, look, what does that word mean? So you got to look up that word. But yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that I read was like psycho crazy. And then this Norrington guy, I'm, I'm thinking of all these movies that were bad and destroyed people. And I'm thinking, this this Norrington guy's a weirdo. Yeah. He start, he he has so many movies that he was in on the planning that he never brought to fruition until they put a different director in it. Really? Yes. Yes. I thought, if you're a director, isn't it your job to, like, get out there and direct stuff so you could make money? I mean, you would think so. Doesn't doesn't this guy want to make money? I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just easier to be on the idea side of it than it mm-hmm. is to be on the, um, you know, doing something side of it. I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. I I read a lot of people, a lot of names were approached, uh, were considered for roles in this movie. Okay. The one name I don't recognize was the first choice for Whistler, and that actor's name is Patrick McGuhan. M- oh, Do you from know the Ghost and Mrs. Muir. Is that who that is? Yes. Okay, I'd... Didn't recognize Patrick it. Patrick McGowan. 
Yeah. Maguin, I think it is. Sure, whatever. <laughs> There's an H in there. <laughs> yes, I know. A very good-looking man, but I don't see him gritty like Christopherson. Right. Chris Christopherson was made for this role. Yeah, that's that mo- that role was gritty and yeah, no, uh-uh. You know who else would have looked good in that role? Willie Nelson. Ooh. He's got that that yeah. look about him. You know what I'm saying? And that grit. Yeah. I don't know. He smiles too much. He really does. Chris Christopherson doesn't smile. No. But an old grizzled looking guy. Yeah. Long white hair. Wow. Yeah. I could see it. Uh, Skeet Ulrich lobbied really hard for the role of Deacon Frost. Um, Skeet Ulrich was, he was the killer in the first Scream movie. Oh, I don't know. Um, Have I seen that? Yes. Scream movie. Scream movie. Oh, you haven't seen Scream. Okay. All right. I was trying to. I, I feel like if you if I put his picture in front of you, you'd say, oh, yeah, oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. Okay. All right. Uh, Richard Roundtree and LL Cool J were both attached to play Blade at different parts of the movie's development. Right. But David Goyer. Okay. He he was Wesley Snipes from the get-go. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was Wesley Snipes' influence that a black actress was cast as Karen Jensen. Oh, okay. Oh. Because they originally were just going to get a, you know, cookie-cutter white actress. Oh, that's unfortunate. That wouldn't have been right at all. But it made sense that she was black, right? I think so, yes. Oh, I, no, I don't, I don't think a white actress would have been right there. No. No, and especially at the end, I, I think that would have given too much white savior thing going on. Oh, and mm. I God, I hate seeing it. Mm-hmm. It just really poisons the movie. Yeah. Um. Oh, wow, cool. Oh, Marky Mark, Marky Mark Wahlberg was also considered for the role of Deacon Frost. Well, I think Marky Mark Wahlberg's pretty pretty, too. Yeah. You know, I didn't much like Deacon Frost, so I, I don't know. Did you know that Marky Mark used to be a terrible human being? He looks like it. He nearly killed a man. He went to jail for nearly killing a man. He blinded somebody. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy cow. And it was racially motivated. Oh, wow. Yeah, because the, the guy he attacked was Asian. Uh, aren't. Aren't all those Marky Marks from Cleveland? They're from Boston. Okay. Gritty side of Ohio. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um. Going back to the whole New Orleans angle, the move in the movie Whistler can decipher the vampire glyphs on that that little piece of tapestry that Blade gave yeah, him. Yeah, because he was re- like reading it. Yeah. In the script, he was not able to, and Blade had to get a translation from a voodoo priestess. Which no. how how would she have known either? I, I like the fact that that he that could. he was he was so into his job and his friend. I know it doesn't seem like it, but that was they were friends. Yeah. And they were they were father and son for all intents and purposes. Absolutely, absolutely, and that he would have done anything for him. Yeah, and to go even to learn some 
mythical hieroglyphics, absolutely, I see him doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a, a good part of that film. Yeah. So did he die or didn't he die? No, he's back for the second movie. Because he was in the chair and then they, uh, he took the cover off of him. And then did you notice later on the cover, the cover went was back go- over him? Going back over him? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But because I've seen the trilogy, Whistler is in all of them. He's not in the, the third one. Okay. But he's in the se- He's for sure in the second one. All right. Yeah. I, I No. I, I think Chris Christopherson was perfect in that. In that role. I yeah. think it was perfect. Absolutely. They were a perfect foil, those two. Yeah. I think. My my stupid opinion is. <laughs> and they look good doing it. Yes. Yes. I, I mean. I think that if if anybody else played either of them, it it wouldn't have gelled so well together. Right. Because they were so comfortable with each other. Right. They didn't have to speak to know what they what the other guy was thinking or needing. You know, that's something you don't see a lot in movies. Right. Where where actors just have that between each other. Right. That's so rare. I don't think we've ever talked about anything like that, have we? I don't believe that we have. But it was just so apparent right from the the first thing. When when he looked into his eyes and said, you should have finished her off. And then just turned and walked away. I mean, you know exactly what he meant. Wow. Yeah. To have that much um, knowledge of the other person. Yeah. And he knew what, when he said that, he knew why Blade didn't kill her. Right. There was something there, too. Yeah. Whether he felt sorry for her, he thought she was pretty, whatever. When he picked her up off of that hospital floor... There was something there. Something. Right. Well, I think he saw his mother in her, a vulnerable woman that was attacked by a vampire. Oh. Okay. Yes. And I think the actress being black really, really helped that imagery. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if he could save... One black woman, why couldn't he save his mother? Right. Right. And in that hospital scene, that, that fight in the <laughs> hallway in the hospital, <laughs> this is this was about my favorite story of the whole thing. <laughs> you know, all that screaming and yelling, and then all of a sudden that Donald 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 Logue. Logue started started his own screaming. He had fallen down and landed on his face and dislodged his previously broken jaw. I can't, first of all, I can't <laughs> even imagine. Nope. And then to have to go to the hospital. Dressed like that. Dressed, dressed as a burn victim. <laughs> they s- in the, in the, um, so in the little thing, it said they rushed him to the hospital um, in costume. And when he got there, he cleared the place out. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah. A guy walking around looking like that. <laughs> What did the what did his his friend call him be later on crispy? Did he call him a crispy critter? I don't know. I he don't called remember. him something crispy, and I thought, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> ouch! 
And then that pearl. Wow. Yeah, that was a whole thing. That took, they built the set around that image. Yeah. And it took multiple people to operate it. Yeah, they had to move it with a forklift. Yep, the the guy, the actor, which I didn't write that down either. Yeah. Um, He was the head of the thing. Right. And he'd get into the body. Was he the arms too? No. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. And then a guy would get into the left arm, and a guy would get into the right arm. Oh. And then they had some puppeteers. <laughs> Holy cats. Okay, a whole big production. Yep. It, yeah, it said it was about 700 pounds of latex. Can you even imagine? No. There was something about Pearl and his choice of food was like infants and children. And I, I really didn't understand that. And that's why he was so gluttonous. And, I, I, you know, I just didn't understand any of that. Yeah. First of all, how's anything getting getting close to you? How are you getting close uh, to yeah, anything? Yeah, how are you getting your your also victims? Also, uh a human body, an adult human body has, what is it, nine pints of blood, which is a vast majority more than what an infant or a child would have. Right. So, so how many little kids do you got to drink their blood? To why are you having a fun-sized snack when you can have a whole candy bar? Right. <laughs> right. I, don't, <laughs> I don't get it. But going along with that, they... Um, when they were writing the script and everything, they and P- Pearl was brought into this. It was kind of felt that he should have been a gay guy. Okay, who cares? But he was just a lump. Well, what does it fucking matter? Right. I I don't understand that, but that's what they said. He he should have been a gay guy. What? Okay. Do vampires not like gay people? I don't think they care. <laughs> And in, it depends on who you talk to writing the vampire story. They are gay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And Rice's vampires are all gay? Yes. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, I <laughs> I found a meme that's a picture of Louis and Lestat from the movie Interview with the Vampire. Uh-huh. And it, it's Lestat is talking, and Louis is just sitting there like this. With his hand on his head, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is he still talking? And it says, Happy Pride Month to these two and their bullshit. <laughs> and I... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So funny to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's just so funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have to find it and show it to you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So that that some of the stuff, um, the the tattoos on Blade were oh, okay. all hand drawn by Norrington. Really? Yep. And most of the uh, anybody else that had a tattoo on in the the thing were probably done by Norrington also. Oh, the glyphs and everything. Could maybe. Okay. It it did talked about that, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. But and then I was reading that, I'm I'm thinking that he must have been covered with tattoos. He wasn't. No. Uh-uh. He had just on his shoulders and his arms. And, I mean, and his head. He had a tattoo on his head. Oh, that wasn't just the way his hair was cut? No. Oh. That was oh. also some tattooing. Okay. I did not connect that. Oh, okay. I thought that somebody had to intricately, intricately 
cut his hair like that. Well, yeah, first of all, you had to do that. You know, all that stuff on the side, but wow. And and when Wesley Snipes showed up for work, everybody thought he was a bit on the lazy side because he wanted to leave early on Fridays and come in late on Mondays. Oh. And on the first day, he walked in and said, Blade doesn't talk much. <laughs> well, see, that's funny because um, in... In the third movie, where he had such a horrible time making the movie, he would sign, he would just put post-it notes, you know, Blade needs apples in his trailer. Or, you know, <laughs> Blade's not doing that. <laughs> so Blade didn't talk much, huh? No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that apparently started minute one with him. Yeah, well... You know what? Come in as you mean to go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I I understand that. And then you had told me about his uh, in the second one they had to put uh, CGI eyes eyes on him. Oh yeah, um, he in didn't want to open his eyes. Yeah, he hated the director so much that he just wouldn't take direction, and he would he willfully closed his eyes whenever they had to do shots of his face. So they had to CG open eyes onto his <laughs> face. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that I find that extremely funny. That that oh, oh, she found she found that mean. Yes. <laughs> how, how I can't tell you how many times I have wanted to do that to somebody. <laughs> and, you know what? Stop. Just go away from me. Yeah, and I I did that to one person. I I I put my hand up and I said Stop talking to me. <laughs> and then I turned around, uh, turned away and started doing the job I was had intended to do. So I, I feel that. I feel that absolutely. <laughs> and that is the only time I've ever done that. Where I put my hand up by my face and said, just stop talking to me. <laughs> and I turned away. She told she told everybody that I said that she should shut up. Well, I, I was thinking that, but I, I took the nice road and said, stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I took the high road. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you got to take the high road. Yeah. This movie um, moved away from some of the vampire uh cliche stuff you know no crosses no running water oh uh-huh yeah um because somebody was just like what if the vampire was jewish before they were a vampire well now when the guy with uh, one of you know he was one of the um the people in the chairs he had all kinds of i i thought that what that was a tattooed um ha a yarmulke on his head no it was definitely a design and the writing i was it hindu was that or some oh, some sort of Sanskrit oh, Arabic? I, I didn't think that he looked like he would have. Well, it could have been Arabic. Because it, it was definitely, it was definitely a script from something. I I don't know. Okay. But yeah, that was that was definitely a tattoo and not a yarmulke. No, a tattooed yarmulke. Right. Okay. It, yeah. It it was. It was that. just decoration. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I told you that 
Dragonetti was played by Udo Kier. Yes. Udo Kier plays weird guys in all sorts of movies. I I can picture that. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> but he also played Dracula in Andy Warhol's production of Dracula. It is um, almost pornographic. It's a terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> I own a copy of it. I think it's a Korean dub. I don't know. I've never opened it. But <laughs> he also played Dr. Frankenstein in Andy Warhol's Flush for Frankenstein. <laughs> boy which was also equally terrible oh dear yeah so he has a long history with um with uh, a plan vampire types yeah. mm -hmm. I w what, what yeah. would you call that yeah <laughs> and you definitely got kind of all sorts of vampires in here especially with that vampire council you had Oh, yeah. You had the scholarly type. Yes. You, you had that there kind of romantic gothic vampire. There were a couple of women. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty progressive. I would think so. Yeah. But they've been around for a billion, a billion years. years. So, you know, they should probably have a few women in there. <laughs> <laughs> and what's what I don't understand how how the pure breeds were pure bread. You know, I we talked about that while the movie was on. Uh, I don't, I don't know that people are born vampires. Although Eric was, but was he? I I don't I don't know how that works, because he was changed as his mother was changed in the process of dying. Yes. So I mean, it makes sense for him for Blade, but you know. In the absence of being bitten, how are how are vampires created? Right. Right. Um, well, the world may never know. Right. Well, that's true. That's true. And it depends on what vampire lore you're reading, because um, in in some s tales, it's if you kill the main vampire, you kill all vampires. So. Um, there's just all, you know, it depends on who's writing the story, I guess. Well, that's true. I mean, you can write anything you want in your story. Yeah. So I'm going to write anything I want in my story. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. You asked about Blade's car. Yeah, I like the car. Yeah, it was a modified 1968 Dodge Charger. That is too cool. Black on black. Yeah. Beautiful car. It was. It sounded good, too. Back before... Chrysler project, uh, Chrysler products were garbage. Yeah, <laughs> they're trash now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and then the motorcycle. The wow. motorcycle was pretty good. Yes, slammed, it was. Slammed right into that wall, though. It did. I I think it might have broke it. Well, I don't know if it broke the wall or the motorcycle, but <laughs> it kind of hit a little hard. It really did. <laughs> I hope that the stunt person was not. Well, they would have been on it, driving it. Their foot definitely would have been yeah. gone. Yeah. Uh, ouch. If it had been in its spot. Yeah. Yeah. That that looked a little rough. Yeah. And we talked about the martial arts stuff during the, the movie. And how good it was. And one, um, one critic said, Snipes looked so good because everybody around him was so good. And I had to agree with that. Absolutely. Because... Everybody was on point with that martial arts uh, stuff. The fight choreography was great. Fabulous. Absolutely. It was fabulous. 
and you don't you don't usually see that in martial arts movies or well or movies that have martial arts in it right where it's not the main focus right correct because this was not a martial arts movie no but when you know because vampires are hard to kill i mean you have to disarm them before you can kill them right so that it was perfect for it i think so (laughs) i liked it and then I also commented about when the fight scene came. I had read the the last sword fight thing. Uh huh. That I I knew that that the movie was ending mm-hmm. because I um I had read that New Line did not like the way the ending was, and they pushed for this fight scene to happen instead of the the blood and guts and gore that they had originally filmed. Oh, really? Yeah. So they developed this new ending for them. Okay. To have that sword fight, which was pretty darn cool. Yeah, because where did that sword come from? I don't know. Because the woman was carrying Blade's sword. Well, he picked it up. Didn't he pick it up? Yeah, he just like randomly picked a sword up and it was just like where did that sword randomly come from but that woman was swinging it around the woman had blade sword oh oh you mean the other oh yeah where did deacon frost sword come from oh it just randomly appeared right because none of most of well i don't know where that sword came from but when he when blade cut him in half I thought that was pretty damn cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) But darn, he went right back together. Yeah. (laughs) The sunglasses? Yes. Were black fly micro flies in matte black. Ooh. And they saw an uptick in production after this movie. Nice. And would it surprise you that in the comic book, Blade was not American? Um, no, I don't think it would because so much of what I read, there was a lot of Russian influence and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that he must have been Russian. No, he was English. Oh. And just the baddies were Russian. Yeah. As is usually the case. Mm, yeah. Especially, you know, when those comic books were written during the Cold War. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know. What, did you watch any news today? Oh, Christ. What now? Putin's um, hired guns. Okay. Are turning on Putin because he's not, they're not getting enough ammunition and stuff oh. and backing and stuff. They're kind of turning on him oh well you gotta you gotta pay the guys you You gotta take care of the guys that are taking care of you if you want to have a mercenary you have to have some ammunition and money for them yeah you can't have one or the other absolutely so you got to take care of your mercenaries i I think it's a sad day well you know couldn't happen to a nicer guy exactly exactly Okay, back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, there was a lot of electro dance music in this movie. Yes. Um, the Prodigy, the, the British group, the Prodigy were approached to do the score on the soundtrack, but had 
had they had to decline because they were doing other projects, which I don't know what they were because they only had a few albums that were big in the U.S. Now I recognize that name, The Prodigy. Yeah, they did the, that Firestarter song. I'm the Firestarter. No, nope. Wicked Firestarter. No, nope, and they did Smack My Bitch Up. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And I think there was another one. There was another big song that was on MTV. But um, I think it was something about pressure or something. I don't know. But yeah, they, you know, they were big in Europe. Okay. Not so much over then here. Then that's well, that's why you know you watched MTV, and I I recognize that name. If I showed you a picture of the lead singer, you would be Again. like, "Yep, oh, that guy." I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, that's what else? Crazy. What else do I have here? Oh, Wesley Snipes was nine years older than the woman that played his uh, mother. <laughs> well, she she had just been created. She wasn't. She was a vampire, so know, she so would <laughs> have been an ageless woman. Right. So it made right. sense, but it's still, you know, it's Hollywood, you know. Yeah. Pieces of shit. Right. You know, that woman was too old to be his wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> Way too old to be his wife. Um, his sword, blade sword, lacked a guard called a suba, T-S-U-B-A, which makes it impractical for sword fighting. But his handling of the sword was technically correct. That That is the thing that protects your hand. Oh, is that? I believe. Okay. But that's just something in my brain that's telling me that. But I don't think that he could have operated that sword with anything else on it i don't think so because that was specifically meant to do the job it was doing right so yeah no couldn't have couldn't have been no that's crazy that's crazy yep but overall i think i liked this movie would you watch the sequels (laughs) the second one was iffy the third one had ryan reynolds in it so Ryan Reynolds, the the telephone company guy. Yeah, that guy. Oh. Yeah, he plays the same guy in every fucking movie he's in. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to watch it. Okay. And you know how I feel about sequels. How can they have made this movie any better? Well, the second movie, the vampires are all different types of vampires, so that that was cool. So they were like, um, their their mouths opened up like predator. Oh, okay. Instead of just having, you know, long canine teeth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do um, you even know what Predator is? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking it must be, you know, like it, a wolf jaw, you no, know, or it, it the op- jaw it, opens. It opens like this instead of like this. Oh, sideways? Yeah. That's weird. That's just weird. But like everything has teeth. Okay. Well, we have teeth. Yeah. And we had a fa- fabulous meal to go with our movie. Oh, yeah. Since there was no eating except blood in this movie. Right. We we had um medium rare steak. Right. And I figured steak the pun of the word steak with you know right. steak through the heart. I thought that was pretty funny. Also human meat. Yes. I thought that was pretty funny. Yes. 
Um, and garlic mashed potatoes. Garlic. Had to have a lot of garlic in them. It didn't have a lot of garlic in them. I well. Did, but I have never made garlic mashed potatoes from scratch before. Oh, okay. So this was this was a trial. So so you put a, just a couple of cloves? I, I put a couple of fat cloves in. And what, I did you have about a five-pound bag? Yeah, I probably should have put, put about five four. in there. Yeah. You know, about a pound of... But uh, I don't think you can ever have too much garlic in anything. It's true, but and I didn't want it to overpower. Yeah, and when you throw them in the pot like that, and they bo- it boils with the potatoes, uh-huh. you know, if you would have th- started smelling it smelled too garlicky, you could have pulled a couple of them out. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, instead of, you did just mash them in with it, oh, didn't absolutely. you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. See, you know, you maybe could have pulled them out and... If it smelled more. I w- had planned on um, um, garlic crushing some garlic on the steaks. Oh, uh-huh. But uh, I couldn't find my, my crusher. Oh. It's <laughs> it's in a drawer that's blocked right now. Yeah. So I was just like, eh. We didn't need it. Nope. It was fabulous. It m- The steak melted in our mouths. Yeah, it cooked up real nice. And it did not upset my no gallbladder stomach oh god i'm so glad i mean it's been a couple of hours now and i feel pretty good about it good so okay you know it's okay good and death by chocolate we had death by chocolate for dessert oh my (laughs) We, we had an absolutely fabulous meal absolutely we had a good time doing it yep um, we haven't talked about a next movie. No. Because this, this day kind of fell in our laps. Yes. And I know I work next week. Um, so I guess we'll figure out something to watch. Yeah. Maybe a little more lighter fare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, yeah. We've had a lot of blood lately. We have had lately, but you know, it kind of fits my mood. Yeah. I'm looking for blood myself, so. Oh dear. You know, so I, I'm cool with it. Okay. I'm sorry, I feel like we're getting so short, but it's already 20 after. I know. Um, I I double booked myself. Yeah, mom double booked herself. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. So, So on that note, I think we'll say our goodbyes. Yes. And Uh, we'll uh, wish you guys a happy time until we see you again. Oh, happy summer. That turned over Thursday. Yeah, happy summer. Yeah. All right. Watch, watch a movie. Let us know what you think. Yeah, watch a movie. Go out and get some vitamin D. Yeah, there you go. I heard that's a a thing that vampires are deficient in, and that's why they Did drink blood. Did you see blood. them putting all that zinc all over themselves? Oh, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. I don't think it would work. No. <laughs> if it worked, everybody would do it. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> ridiculous. <laughs> Sunscreen. <laughs> Ugh. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. I liked it. All right. <laughs> On that note, we're we're getting out of here. All righty. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>